Previously on the Lupe and Roy show. There's yes. tens of thousands of people who've taken the vaccine. Tens of thousands. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You seen a mm-hmm. list with the, with the possible side effects? I don't know well, if it's real, though. It's not real. I just want to say that How first. You know? How you know? Because <laughs> I know it's not. I see your face. <laughs> your face look like you pulled that shit out of the depths no, of the I, internet. I didn't post it because I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's if it's valid or not, but it, I'll it's put funny. it to you like this: Is the list formatted to fit on social media? If it is, that shit is fakey, fake, fake. <laughs> the Lupa and Roy show is a say what media production. Yo, this is Lupe Fiasco, and I'm learning how to make incense. This is Royce to five nine, and I can't top that one. I'm interested to hear about that shit. And this is Tom Frank. I'm just a regular guy, and you're listening to the Lupe and Roy show. Somewhere in my Ryan Montgomery Foundation tea. Huh. I don't remember getting one of those. You know what? You're right. <laughs> you're right. I gotta. I gotta do. I gotta do something about that. Man, I'd love to do something I'd, about that. What is? What is my problem? I'm sorry, man. I would. I'd be wearing. I'd be wearing it right now if you gave it to me. Skibbity My uniform. Which, which, what, what Lupe fiasco is this? What we got? What we got right now? The early one, the on time one. The res- <laughs> the res- the res- I knew it was something. The respectful one. I knew it was something. That one. I you knew know, it was something. The one, uh, the one who's aware that he has a job it? that he has to show up to. Bro, did I put that text? Every, that text every in- Tuesday. In the group thread, did I put that text in there? Apologizing for my lateness. What's up, Royce? You got a clear camera today. How are you? That's every day, man. I'm good. Nah, How you good. feeling, my brother? Always. Normally, the camera is very much so distorted, as if you hiding things. I'm always in great spirits when I get to sit and t- chop it up with my brother. How you doing this evening? You know what? You have been relatively happier since the you Grammy. got that goddamn Grammy. <laughs> You've been a whole bundle of joy walking around this. <laughs> You've it's been a true. whole happy grown man walking around here. I ain't never seen you smile as yeah. much ever. I'm always happy, man. I'm always happy, man. The Grammy helps, though. I'm excited. No, that's what it is. That Grammy. I I very rarely think about the Grammy, but I'm thankful. I'm thankful for the Grammy nod, but I very rarely think about that. Listen, I'm telling you, Tom, he think he better than us. If I was nominated by a Grammy, that's that's definitely not true. And smiling all the time. If I was nominated by a Grammy, I'd be thinking about it every day. Really? Every day. I'd be telling somebody, hey, you all see I got nominated by Grammy for a Grammy. Y'all ever wonder how did, how, did, how, they, how did they acquire such prestige? How did this happen? Hmm. I mean, the, I hadn't thought about that. The, the decades that it's been in existence. I think I might have something to do with it. Uh, I blame Michael Jackson. Stop it. Before Michael what? Jackson. Before Mike, man. No Michael Jackson slander. What are you talking? I'm not slandering Mike. He didn't even. I just got to make sure. Mike didn't even. Where did Mike moonwalk at? They won the Grammys. Wasn't it like the Billboard Awards or something like that? When Mike first did the moonwalk. Oh, it wasn't the Grammys. I'm not sure I remember that. It wasn't the Grammys, right? I think you're right. I think it was the AMAs. I probably was too busy being a. I probably was too busy being the Michael Jackson slander gatekeeper. See, that's what you was doing. You was triggered. Mm-hmm. It was triggered off. It wasn't even a shot. It was just kind of like, man. I, now, I, I could see, I, I could see if Mike had did the moonwalk for the first time at the Grammys, then we got something to talk about. But I don't. Even, I think he did it at the AMAs. Y'all remember that, Royce? Uh, 
I had to, <clears throat> I had to go down one of my Michael Jackson um, <laughs> rabbit holes and refreshing my own memory. But um, I'm sure I was, I'm sure I was there, either there in attendance or watching from my living room. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> I was chilling out there. You were like, you were like five oh, years old, right? <laughs> All right, yeah, so you it, know what I mean? it was, it was uh, at the Motown 25 yesterday, today, and forever. Was the first time he took the stage and did the, moon, the legendary, the, the moonwalk, iconic moonwalk. That was the first time. That's not to say he didn't do it at other. I mean, he probably did do it at the Grammys or whatever, whatever else that year. No, nah, we all what, been doing what, it. We've been doing it ever since. What year was that? It was in 1983. There you go. I was one Ooh, years old on my birthday, May 16th. I can't even. I can't even make a sandwich without moonwalking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he didn't invent the moonwalk, though. I think that who was a break dancer. Uh, I forgot the dude's name. I'm gonna find uh, that too. Who actually? Uh, his name is Michael Jackson. St- no, it's Who's not. Up? See, here you go, man. Here you go. Fake All news. these you just pull it fake, fakeity fake news. Detroit Free Press. It was a dancer and singer by the name of Jeffrey Daniel. There you go. Who, who's who's saying this? Google. That's what Google says. Google don't know shit. In 1958. <laughs> <laughs> Bam! Wait a minute. And then it was a break dancer. When? Why why couldn't it be? Because it was the technology wasn't available. No, I'm looking at the guy's picture. In I'm looking at the guy's picture, and there's no way this <laughs> picture was taken in nineteen fifty eight. I'm gonna get to the Maybe bottom of that this. picture. Maybe not that who picture specifically. Who is this dude? Can we get him on the show? Jeffrey Daniel. Cause he can't just be he can't just be trying to take accolades away from Mike. He's not trying to take. He invented the move, man. No, nah, that's not but, true. But but okay. But anyway, uh, I we think got- that it was a break dancer after him, Tom. After Mr. Daniels, who I've just heard of this first time, I thought it was like a break dancer who was doing it, and that's where Mike got it from. Well, I invented kick push, so whatever. Who was the who was the break dancer, Tom? Oh man, I'm still looking that up. Ozone. We need a <laughs> we need a fact finder <laughs> on the show. We need we somebody who has who isn't interested in just fame and fortune like you, Tom. So <laughs> self absorbed. Somebody who's just interested in fact checking what we bring up. This bullshit we'd be bringing up on the show. I, I think it was. I think this Jeffrey Daniel is the only guy that keeps coming up. Was he ever a break turbo? dancer? What about he might have been? A you break remember breaking? You remember breaking? You, you remember dance, breaking, Tom? Oh, I was a I was a great break dancer. Now, Lupe, let me ask you this, bro: Are you a Turbo kid or Ozone kid? Um, Turbo. Everybody was Turbo. Everybody was Turbo. Yeah, right, I'm just making sure. Yeah, everybody was Turbo for sure. Turbo was the man. Do you know what? Do just you making know sure what, you're not being a pundit. Do you know what was what his real song? name though? What was his? Go ahead, go ahead. Do you know what song what? it became famous in? Which which of Michael Jackson's songs? Did the moonwalk really become the moonwalk? I don't know. You ask, ask the, uh, I'm the president, uh, president and historian, right, of the Michael Jackson Museum of Fantasy and and, and nonsense. Old, I'm uh, guess Billie Jean. I'm guess Billie Jean. Correct. Ding ding. The video, the video with the with the with the ground with the ground lighting up. Uh huh. Yeah. That was it. Do 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 do
Now it's said that Jeffrey Daniel actually taught Michael Jackson the moonwalk. Told you, I told and you. He Royce. saw him. He saw him do it on Soul Train. But that don't mean he invented it. No, it was invented way before that. They have it all the way back to the '30s with Cab Calloway. There you go. Cab Michael Calloway Jackson ain't did shit. Now we not gonna have this slander. You're not gonna be slandering jazz, okay? That's what you're not going to do. Slander. I ain't slander jazz. I ain't say that. I ain't say that. I ain't say that. I'm just saying Michael Jackson invented it, even if it was in the 30s. Now, on this note, I, I, need to, I need to say something to our listeners. I need to look at them and say, ask them, <clears throat> are they enjoying the show? Have they subscribed? Have they written, left us a review? If you haven't, they should pause right now. We'll wait and go do this waiting. for us. They I'm should go waiting. do I'm this continuing. for us. Go take a screenshot of you listening to the show. It's a, I'm on a very festive mood today. And maybe if they take hmm. a screenshot of them listening, I got a few extra of these shirts. I might just, I might just send them off to them. I might. So that's all I wanted Man, to why say. Why would you do that? Why would you give away money, money, like things that we could sell to pay the bills? Because I, I feel like you got to say thank you every once in a while. Not me. I agree you, with you, Tom. You, you say it once and then you never say it again. <laughs> that's how thank you works. We'll be right back. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. I got another question for I see, you guys. I, I see your point, but, you know, I, what's the question, Tom? I, you know, <laughs> I've been listening to our, to our intro quite a bit. When are we going to see the two of you come together and collaborate on a, on a new show opening? Right now we have Bob Lowe Boat is the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we have – so that's just, just Royce. And then we have Ooh, we have kick push at the end, which is just Lupe. When are we yeah, going to bring it me. together? When you're able to moonwalk forward on the moon. If you can moonwalk forward on the moon backwards, that's that's simultaneously. Is when you'll get that heaping helping. Yeah, we I'm just never gonna we, we just need like eight bars. Our Man, first not, time rapping together is not going to be a show jingle. I'm telling you that. Yeah, that that's, that's what I'm saying. Like we're not going to belittle ourselves to rap on our own show just for a, the sake of getting more people to listen to our own show. I'm definitely a, not doing that. Just a little, just a little, just a little sneak peek of what could be. No, nah, man, it's called self sabotage. So Royce big... has lived an entire life full of it, and I'm just picking up where he left off with terrible business you know what? decisions. Here's a thought, though, Tom. Give me a thought. You were part of the show too. Mm-hmm. Mm. You could Ooh, always go. In wait a minute. Ooh, 
I'm just a regular guy. I'm just a regular. Here, here's There's what I would. Plenty of ways you could flip it. Here's what I'd be willing Look. to do. I could, I could, I could be that voice. I'm, I'm in. But it's got to be all three of us. No, no. no. I could be That's the it. singer who just starts you rapping, and then all of a sudden this beautiful voice comes on and sings. Why don't you no, sing over Bob Boat about boats? I could think of boats and hoes. <laughs> I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. I'm not participating in that one, Tom. Huh. I was thinking this is where I could get my Grammy. No polka, man. That's your life. Yo, polka. you know a fun fact that I heard? About polka? Right. No, man. About yeah. Russia. <laughs> Fair enough. I can see the transition. That there is about more Russia? money. Peep this. Peep this, Royce. Peep this Detroit-ass shit that they're doing over in Russia. Mm-hmm. There is more money, or supposedly, allegedly, more money in bank accounts and and like places uh, outside of Russia than there is inside of Russia. That's how like corrupt the place is. So you mean more people in Russia are moving their money outside of Russia to outside accounts than any other place in the, the world? No, that there's more money in accounts outside of Russia than there is money in accounts in Russia that there's, they're moving their money. That's to your, to your first part. They're moving more money out of Russia than there is actually mm. in fucking Russia. Why you think they're doing that for tax purposes or what? Hiding it? Were they hiding it? Yeah. I think it's like what I saw was that that was just a fact that was like, damn. Um, Cause it's for a reason. Said, you ain't just moving your money, moving your money somewhere for no reason. Well, what they were saying was that first, that's how much like they could trace that they, that it was like more that it was like even right they, that that's money that they could find right that was like even it was like there's just as much money outside of Russia as there is inside of Russia but then they was like but unofficially there's probably more money outside of Russia than there actually is in Russia and it's because people moving their money because the Russian economy is actually really really fucked up. And so the people who make the money, the first thing they want to do is like get it outside of the country because the country is not really that stable, at least on the economic side. Ain't that crazy? Hmm. Wow. I don't think that's surprising, though. As a white person, you don't think that that's surprising? No. <laughs> What's white and black mm. have to do with it? White and black has to do with everything. <laughs> But in Russia, <laughs> you know, it's black people in Russia. No, I didn't, didn't, I didn't know, that. know that. There's, there's like black people in Russia. It's I don't crazy. think I've ever met. We're everywhere. A black Russian. The black Russian. Go to Russia. Go to yeah. Go to Russia. Go to Russia. <laughs> he may not. Russian, he though. may not. He may not like uh, identify himself as Russian, but I'm sure he migrated from somewhere. Do you know, I did a lot of work at one point in the country of Georgia, which used Tbilisi. to be part of the Soviet Union. Yes. Yeah. I, 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 I played Georgia. a role in the overthrow of the government in the country of Georgia. Wait, why are you? Listen, man, I don't want nothing to do with this. <laughs> I don't want nothing to do with this. My man said he played that. a role in the overthrow. How, look how he just put us in the line of fire of the opposition. There's no right? line of fire. When they regain power. No, that's true. They're going to come after him and his family. Hey, I got a question for you. you in on this. Who are I got you? a question you? related to what this. What if your name is Tom? Right? It, or is it? 
I got a question related to this. When I was in, in, in Georgia, I worked with a very famous albino rapper in that region. Wait, fuck this, Tom. Hold on. That's interesting, and I want to <laughs> get to that. But what do you mean you help overthrow the government of Georgia? Like, you just can't slide that in there and not get me and Royce's interest and curiosity. Well, I'll, I'll tell you about it then. So I worked with a guy by the name of Bedzina Avenishvili, who who ran for prime minister. And it was the craziest race you ever saw. It was the first democratic election in the country of, of Georgia. It was two guys who used to be friends, who then became enemies. They both lived in Tbilisi. They sat on two ends of this of this city, one in a castle, the other one in a all metal and glass um, 50,000 foot square building with a shark tank underneath the conference room. I kid you not, I sat in the conference room and there were sharks underneath me. And we went there and shot a documentary about him to make sure that the U.S. would be watching this election so that the guy he ran against wouldn't do any funny stuff to not let the people vote. And his son. I'm scoring, I'm scoring this episode. And his son. We need pom pom pom. We do. And his son <laughs> was an incredibly famous entertainer in that part of the world. And he would go give speeches. And I kid you not, hundreds of thousands of people would show up not to hear his dad, but to hear him. He would, his dad would speak and then he would give a concert right after. And he was an albino rapper by the name of Barra. Have you heard of this guy? Of course not. What do you mean, of course not? What are you talking about? Have I heard of the albino rapper who was famous only in Georgia and not Atlanta, Georgia, Tbilisi, Atlanta, Georgia? Georgia. I don't no, speak he's Georgia. very big in that whole that whole part of the world. Well, look, I don't want to get killed by him and You're his not team get of killers. So shout out to the albino rapper Barra or Para. Shout out, shout out to Crime Don. That's my guy. I'm gonna tell my, you, my Crondon, albino rapper, you. kick your albino rapper's ass. I'll tell you one last story about this. Wait, what was the brother's name? What's the albino rapper's name? Barra, B-E-R-A. Barra. Okay, shout to Barra. Shout to Barra, I don't want any smoke. Okay, continue. So speaking of, the, so I, I was doing the, uh, the film work and the photography, and I'm a, I'm a dumb American. I thought to myself, hey, there's hundreds of thousands of people out here. I'm going to go ahead and go out in the crowd and take photos, right? So I go outside the barrier, the security barrier, and not five minutes into it, I get knocked down. And I'm thinking, oh, this was a really bad idea to be out here by myself. And somebody grabs the back of me, yanks me up off the ground, turns me around, looks at me. It was a Navy SEAL I had met earlier in the day. And I was wearing a Navy hat because I'm from Annapolis, Maryland. And uh, he said, he's, he looked at me and goes, do whatever you want. I got your back. And so from that point on, when you're in a foreign country like that, in an odd situation, Americans immediately cling together. That's what I learned in that situation. But it's an interesting part of the world. Great food, a, great wine. Th th great that, was a that was a fascinating tale. What I would, what I would suggest you stop saying, though, <laughs> is overthrew the government. <laughs> I wouldn't say that no more. I would just say I helped in the election process. <laughs> Don't say I overthrew the government and then my friend who just happened to be a Navy SEAL came and backed me up. I wouldn't say that shit no more. That's going to get me and Royce. 
picked him up from behind and turned him around. And told him, do whatever you want to do. That shit was like some that shit was like some G.I. Joe shit right there. That is some G.I. Joe. So Barra, we're gonna get Barra on the show. (laughs) No, we're not. No, we're not. No, we're not. not. I don't want none of Mm. your past creeping up into this double agent, secret Mm. agent man. This story is so layered. It kind of makes me want to rethink the future of this show. (laughs) Secret (laughs) agent man. Who are we on here talking to? Secret agent man. That's it. That's all I got. They're giving Tom, him let me see your fingers. Number. Let me see if you still got fingers. You got fingerprints? Hmm? Did you burn off the tip of yeah, your fingers? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Have you ever had your fingernails pulled out and still didn't still didn't fold? Not yet. Did they threaten to feed you? Have you, you ever to held anyone captive? What's that? Have you ever held anyone captive? No. Okay. Have you ever I've only been captive anybody? once. You've been held captive. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Wait, where? Let's hear this one. That was in Nigeria. What the fuck was you doing in Nigeria, Tom? I was shooting another documentary. I shoot. I've shot a lot of documentaries. Over through mm-hmm. that company. You sure you won? Are you that guy who likes playing with a with amazingly strong animals? Like, come here, boy. Come here, boy. I won't hurt you. No, I don't want anything to do with strong animals. Come here, big old ape. I won't hurt you. Let's play patty cake. Lupa is was the your, only one was that's your camera- dogs. Was your camera strapped to the top of a rifle that you was always aiming at, say, some president's head or something like that? No, no, never. Okay. I was telling a good story. Yeah, all right, Tom. I was only held out for, it was less than six hours. What do you mean less than six hours? What'd you do? In a military prison. Yeah, what the fuck did you do? We were, had our cameras pointed the wrong way. It was more of a shakedown. They were they were just they wanted money to let us out. It's the military prison. Tell me some of the differences between the military prison and the regular prison. Um, Is it worse? I've never been in a regular prison. So I don't know if I can. Well, tell me about the military prison and I'll let you. I'll, uh, I'll, the one I'll thing that worried me is there was only one cot in there. And I didn't know if I wanted to be in that cot or as far away from that cot as humanly possible. Uh, wow. It was all cement. Because boot. Oh, hmm. still a cement cot. No, no. The Wait, was, was the cement. cot made out of cement? No, the oh, cot okay. was metal. I do remember that with a mattress on it. Uh, and I got to talk to the okay. general. And it just so happened that the general was a giant Pittsburgh Steelers fan. And I grew up a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, so I could rattle off all sorts of facts. So I had a good conversation with the general of the Nigerian army. Many, many years ago. Yeah, many, many years mm. ago. My ass. Tom works for... Thank God for semantics. He works for like a some secret organization. Maybe this, po- you in maybe there this with, podcast Tom? is part of it. No, Who were you in there with? Uh, I was in there with um, the other, the other um, producer on the uh, documentary. Hmm. And then our and then our escorts. From that point on, we had armed guards as escorts. Mm. Did you have like diamonds sewed in sewed into your skin just in case? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. No, no funny business. This this is fantastic. This is a fantastic story, Tom. This is very so much information. I'm going to send you guys both the documentary. No, no, no. 
Don't no, no, they're both very good. They're very no, good. you don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to. I think you'll enjoy them. Yeah, no, probably not. You know I mean, you know, who knows? I think you would. No need. No, no need. I'm straight. I'm straight. I'm straight. Ooh, I just remembered I had to go uh, reassort my spoons and forks in my kitchen drawer. <laughs> hey, hey, Is that my got... toothbrush in my bathroom? I got to go get that. Yo, did you take your toothbrush out your bathroom? <sighs> yes, I did. Nah, I started. Man. I started putting it in my drawer, but I have an electric one. So now I don't know how to, it's just throwing me off. The whole thing. Is I don't got nothing off. left in my bathroom. <laughs> my bathroom is just, I think I might accidentally took my toilet out. There's just a fucking, all you see in there is a shower, a toilet and a sink. It's like, you seen that episode where Kanye was um uh, interviewing with David Letterman and he was showing his new house and all you just see, which is white walls everywhere. Everything was just monochromatic as fuck. That's how my bathroom looks nothing it's plain everything's plain tell me tom you don't want that shit in your mouth man no it, it's it's a big dilemma for me now changing <laughs> it's I, a big dilemma for, it, there go that key 47 key years i've done it this keep way and now bag, you've man. caused me to rethink where i keep my toothbrush mm-hmm. that's unfortunate I, I, don't, I don't apologize though i'm trying to save you i appreciate from, uh, you saving me dookie mouth and i don't dookie even know lips. if it's a I don't even know if it's a fact, but I just don't have time. To, I don't have time to risk it at this juncture. <laughs> I just, I just don't have time. I don't have time for risk. You're listening to the Lupe and Royce show with Lupe Fiasco, Royce the Five Nine, and Tom Frank. Royce, I know you're big time with your recent Grammy nomination, but is there something preventing you from achieving other goals? Anything interfering with your happiness? You know what? I'm glad you asked, Lupe Fiasco. As you well know, I'm a big believer in the power of therapy and the importance of mental health. And I don't care what you've achieved in life, whether it's a Grammy or not. There's always value in therapy to help you reach your full potential. Therapy has really helped me to be able to communicate better and get better. Just make improvements as an individual, as a man, Lupe Fiasco. Well said, Royce. And this brings me to our sponsor, BetterHelp. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist in a safe and private online setting in less than 24 hours. Hmm, that is convenient. Yeah, so you can get support without leaving your house or your throne, as the case may be. No sitting in one of those awkward waiting rooms either. One thing I really like about it, and you know this is an issue near and dear to my heart and my foundation. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available, which makes it more accessible to a lot of people. And the service is available worldwide. So even when we all get our vaccines, you can access better help no matter where you may move or travel to. This also means you can access a broad range of expertise, which may not be locally available in many areas. For example, they have professional counselors who specialize in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, and trauma. Another cool feature, in addition to scheduling weekly video or phone sessions, is you can send a message to your counselor at any time, and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Anything you share is confidential. And let's say you don't click with that first therapist. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. So in a nutshell, it's convenient, professional, and affordable. They've got some great testimonials posted daily on their site. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So, dear listeners, I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener of the Lupe and Roy Show, you'll get 10% off 
your first month of BetterHelp by visiting our sponsor at BetterHelp.com slash Lupe and Royce. Do what Lupe said and join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Lupe and Royce. You're listening to the Lupe and Royce show with Lupe Fiasco, Royce to five nine, and Tom Frank. Yo, Tom, are you uh, up on the are you on the vaccine list? What's up? Am I on the list? You have to be in your whole family. Yeah, because you seem you the a, a soldier of fortune like yourself, deep state operative. I'm worried. So got to keep you nice and healthy. I'm worried. I'm going to be the last guy that gets it because Why they're not that? giving it to any kids that are what sixteen and younger. Nope. I'm a relatively healthy white dude mm-hmm. in his 40s. I'm going to be like last in line. Mm-hmm. Did did they did you tell them that you were on the, the Lupe and Roy show? That that has some perks. That might help me. That and that mm-hmm. I've overthrown governments before could be a big help. They might All be like Lupe you on there with Lupe Fiasco? I Wait, you on there with Royce yeah, the 59? Yeah, Ooh. No, they don't like me. One eight three three Royce five nine. Like him, me. the same one. Mm-hmm. Man, listen, man, come on up like, here to the front. They don't like me at all. They enjoy you thoroughly. I am learning how to make incense. Tell us, Tell about us more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was watching this. Well, I am an incense type of guy since I was a little kid. My dad always had incense around the house in various mm-hmm. configurations. So he had like myrrh and all that stuff and powdered incense and the whole situation. And uh, there's an incense company out actually in Japan called Kuumba. Uh, and I did a collaboration with them for my last album to make my own special scent incense for the album, which is pretty cool. And then mm-hmm. like, I think like last night, I just started watching this documentary and about, I watch all these J- Japanese documentaries and they had like this incense ceremony. And I was like, oh shit. Then in one of the scenes in the documentary is a dude who had a kit where he could make, he was making his own incense at home and it blew my mind. And so for the past like 24 hours, I've been studying how to make incense at home. So I think that I'm going to just throw caution into the wind and dive into incense making at the crib. And I can't wait. I love this. To send y'all. I love this my little recipes it's gonna be fantastic could we have a as soon as you get that down as soon as you get that down pack make sure you send me a package because i fucking love incense see can we have a scent for the show you're gonna be rich tom huh can we have a scent for the show i mean i might be able to mix that up to you together you're gonna talk to my manager <laughs> we could have official lupe and royce scent that you're supposed to burn while you watch the show Oh, that I might like how you're it. always branding, Tom. You're always I'm, branding. Hey, I'm thinking. Like I'm thinking here. But but that's what I did it for the album. Check it out. It's right here. Look. Wait for me. I will return shortly. Boom! Look at these bitches right here. So what is that? What is that right there exactly? So it's this company called Kumba. This is a little dirty, but it's called Kumba. Okay. Shout out to Kumba International. My homie AG. And they make these in Japan. It's like incense. They're like twenty dollars a pack. Okay. But he did a special sent for the album for drug ass wave and that was the idea tom like you listen to the album while smelling on some smell good so yeah I so like now it. but these are the stick ones i don't want to make the stick ones i want to make uh the cones the cones mm, i like the cones better too yeah so that's that's gonna be my next that's how i'm a, that's how i'm gonna make money for this show 
Because right now, mm-hmm. goddamn. But soon, soon, gonna be rolling in the dough. Did you hear about um this conversation that was had on Clubhouse when they welcomed DJ Academics to Clubhouse with I Meek heard, and Twenty One Savage? Oh, I heard of it. I was Tory Lanes. I was in a room with Savage one time, um, mm-hmm. and shout to Meek Mill. That's the homie. Um, Love what me, happened? Yeah. I, I wasn't privy to this. What's this gossip they were just, you got for us? They were just coming down on DJ Academic talking about the way that his the, the way that he runs his show and his page, it exacerbates a lot of beef and putting people in jail. And um, a lot of times it was coming off like they were saying he was responsible for be- people getting killed in these beefs and people going to jail and shit like that. So 21 Savage, the mediator was the one there that was helping putting everything in perspective. Like, hold on me. We can't, hold on me. We can't just, we can't just say that he's responsible for people getting killed because they should have never took that shit to the internet. I just found it interesting mm. that um somebody from that generation could be like the mediator in that way. Cause I could see why they would hate somebody like DJ academic, but, um, it was just, it was dope to see somebody like Savage being in the middle and kind of like accepting academic for what he is. Cause you know, sometimes like the street guys, they kind of like, they understand what they want to understand. Like they can process everything. They can comprehend everything, but sometimes they only want to see things how they want to see things. It's like, they'll, they'll be like, yeah, they're killing each other, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We understand that. Cause they from such and such element or whatever, whatever mm-hmm. they make. They they make that into an understanding thing, but then it's like DJ Academic, somebody that's not from the element, they don't want to understand anything that he's doing, even though I don't really like the way the, where where he is in the culture either. But I, I feel like he's good at what he does. And I feel like he speaks directly to the to the crowd that they're talking about. So mm-hmm. I think there's a way that everybody can kind of work together and have some sort of understanding and do just do a better job of policing some of this some of this shit, but it's going, mm. it's going to, it's going to involve holding everybody accountable across the board though. Everybody in the culture. And he's very much in the culture, whether people like it or not. You know what I mean? Right. I don't, I don't so know. I thought, what the, I thought it was a dope conversation. I don't know what the fuck DJ academics does. Like I know, I remember watching like some, I wasn't with that drill shit. Right. Like I, I like you said, on street shit, I understand what it is, but I'm not with, people getting killed and celebrating that shit like i ain't with that so i remember mm-hmm. t- kind of tuning in to him when that shit was popping i was like no nah, i don't know if i fuck with this and then since then until all the way to right now i don't know what the fuck he does like i think he got a twitch page but i don't even know what that means like is he playing games on it like i have no idea what the fuck this nigga do so he's i put him completely outside of my frame of like references so i don't mm-hmm. know what i don't know what he i don't know what he does to be honest yeah, I mean, I don't follow him either like that. But from what I understand, he just kind of like he focuses more on the negativity because shit, that's entertaining too, to a degree, to some of these people. You know what I'm saying? So he focuses more on that, and sometimes he does it without a filter. You know what I mean? And I don't, I don't think he, I don't think that because he's not from the element, I don't think he has a full understanding of how to police himself when it comes to that because. It's just like how a fan would view it. Fans, these fans don't police themselves. They 
they repost the, the, the grimiest part of everything. That's why it's like mm-hmm. there has to be some accountability on the size of the people taking it to the internet. But it's like everybody wants to like fit in and everybody wants to go for clout. I call it social social currency. Everybody's going for social currency. And it's getting to a point now where these kids think that, that that's what you need to do in order to be able to garner a following or just to be mm-hmm. able to sell records and build your profile. So, mm-hmm. I mean, shit. It's but I mean, like- it's the spooky shit is that it is true. That is what you have to do. Like that. I mean, that path works. There's another path. There's other paths you can take, but that is a viable path. The path of chaos yeah. and destruction People and then early death. Right. Pe- so, I mean, that, that, it definitely works. People are interested in our trauma. Like a motherfucker. Our trauma is, mm-hmm. is, 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 it's big business. It's big business. But when it, when it ends in murder, I don't think, I don't think that everybody across the board takes it like, okay, this is an L for all of us. This is an L for the culture. I don't think people mm-hmm. are grasping it that way. I think people are looking at it like we're all separate in these different ways when we're not. Mm-hmm. I think some people just don't care, man. <laughs> I think even some of the, the the rappers and the the the, the hip hop intelligentsia and the folks that's involved, I think that they don't really give a fuck, and for some of it, it's kind of like it's just a story, or it's just posturing, and it's another event, and we're gonna move on to the next. But it's like, how deeply do you care? Now, there's some brothers who really really care, right? And you you kind of know who they are, who step up and actually, I'm gonna go help pay for the funeral type motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna help squash the beef. But you got some motherfuckers who just they don't really give a fuck. And I think some people it's just like good riddance type shit. Like there's that type of, you know, malice attached to it and, you know, kind of how the police look at it to a certain degree, you know, but Mm -hmm. I mean, at at a certain point, you know, there's going to have to be a situation where that, that, that gangster shit and rap and gangster shit and hip hop, like they're going to have to make a decision if that's what they want it to be. And until they do, it's going to be here. Like, I don't see that changing. Like I don't see like the great, change of, of consciousness occurring because I don't see the streets stopping being the streets. I don't, I don't see that losing value. Um, I still think that even if it went off the mainstream, cause it wasn't in the mainstream before, you know what I'm saying? It was still like a niche cultural side thing that was still just as deadly and just as entertaining and just as, you know, maybe didn't make a ton, a ton of money. But I mean, there's still going to be audience for it and they're still going to be getting money and, you know, still going to be there. And, you know, it's just a part. I think that's I think that that is a part of what keeps America going. Mm-hmm. You know, that that vibe. It's, like watching, it's, like, it's like watching Minister Society. Mm-hmm. Boys in the Hood. Like when I first mm-hmm. saw those movies, that shit intrigued the fuck out of me. Cali culture intrigued the shit out of me. It made me want to go there <laughs> and shit. I remember I remember going to Cali for the first time. And one of my little homies I had with me, he asked the driver if we can go to Watts. And he was like, yeah, I could take you to Watts. And I turned around, I'm like, you ain't fucking taking me nowhere. (laughs) I don't understand. I don't understand that part of it. I don't understand why you feel like you need to go invade on people's territory just to go take some pictures and say Say that you went to Watts and you want to see that shit in person. I'll watch that shit on TV. I go to Watts when it's somebody from Watts who can take me to Watts. You ain't no driver think I've just ever, taking me to Watts. I don't think I've ever been to Watts. Or Compton. I've been to, I've been to, I've been in mad places, but I don't think I've ever been in Compton. 
I need to go. I just need to go and get that out the way. Go take. Let me know how that works out for you. <laughs> what you know where I've been? You know. Detroit. <laughs> I've been to Detroit. <laughs> and look, Tom, I want to address something with you specifically related to Detroit and violence and stealing shit. Okay, stop telling people because you kind of being like DJ Academics on this show, right? Wait, you're you're relating now, me to DJ Academics? Yes, because stop telling people that I took a door. We got to stop saying that. Oh, okay? I'm not, I didn't because say because. You said yeah, you, you, you said it. wait a minute. Wait a minute. I said that many, many episodes ago, <laughs> right? With the understanding that it would be buried, right? Amongst all of the other episodes. <laughs> it's but still when you chose to re-promote the show on the official Instagram, the Lupe and Roy show. <laughs> the first thing I see is an animated <laughs> painting of a door with a quote. From somebody allegedly, supposedly something that allegedly somebody with an L in their name had said about said door, right? You it need was, to chill out. It's 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 still the uh, the best quote from any episode. It's amazing. Stop amazing. profiting. Stop it's risking amazing. my freedom. All right. Chop Wait a minute. I want to go back to DJ Academic because he he becomes a bigger issue here to me because he leads into something much bigger and that's social media. Right, ain't nothing I mean, bigger than guy. stealing doors in Detroit. I'm a kingpin, goddammit. You will respect <laughs> me. I, right? I just want to give him his flowers now. <laughs> There's your flowers for being a kingpin of Detroit. <laughs> but it leads me there. There was another article that came out today in the Atlantic that was all about social media being the doomsday, in essence, of our culture because it allows people like DJ Agonimic to basically be a bully online from a distance right he's his he's making a living of calling people out from a negative sense online because he can do it and he can do it through social media platforms and never actually has to say it to your face well instigating instigating, instigating. is what you instigating is what you can he's not necessarily like out. a bully yeah like he but he'll and, in, he he instigates some shit for sure but but he exacerbates but he exacerbates what, a greater problem with the way that he the way that he runs his page and, and the way that he um, speaks to his following. But I would say that's what Meek Mill was saying in that clubhouse is that he was, mm -hmm. he was basically bullying people. But he that's was saying he was it, calling out. he was saying it in a way where he was holding him accountable. And sometimes, even though this is not what I think he meant, but sometimes it, it would come off. Some parts would come off as if he's placing all of the blame yeah. on strictly academic where it's like he's not the only one responsible. He's actually, you can't really be fair and say that he's responsible for people getting killed or people going to jail. But the way that he instigated, he instigated. instigates it doesn't fucking help at all. You know what I mean? But I mean, so but, what um, are your thoughts in general? Like, uh, there's a lot of debate, right? Social media could be looked at as a serious problem in our society. Right. There's some positives in that it allows us to like it heightens awareness of real issues It like it probably helps out explosion of com online commerce. But then there's like cyberbullying. There's lack of privacy. There's like these artificial bonds between between actual over actual friendships anymore. I mean, it's. I mean, you guys live in a world where you promote your music. We promote this show. We promote everything we're doing via social. But at the same time, it could be killing our society. 
I'm into this. Random damage. The doors. The doors. Ladies and gentlemen. I was, I was just, I felt like that we were giving too much attention to academics when you got a, a Detroit Kingpin right here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay? Instigator number one. You are okay, an That was instigator. my theme song right there. Mm-hmm. So he actually has a theme song to the doors. No, I don't think that's. And if not you notice, use. if you notice, it's the doors, plural. So we don't even know if it only was one door that he stole. Right, oh, we I don't get, even know that. That's the mystery. I guarantee and it's, it's not doors. what we know is what you can prove. <laughs> Just thought I'd throw that out there. All right. Right, y'all can go back to talking about what y'all was talking about. I was talking about, about the, something serious until you started. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is fucking. This is serious. What are you talking about? This is <laughs> this is serious music right here. Okay, we're not finna downplay that this ain't a, a classic. Oh, it's okay? definitely a classic. All right, about breaking on through to the other side. You know what you need to break through to get to the other side. In most times, to even for that to even take place, a door, a crowbar. Look, look at that. Spoken like a true criminal, Royce 5-9. <laughs> but a door is what the answer that I was looking for. Thank you, Royce. But a door. There you door. go, Tom. All right. Mm-hmm. Yep. The social media. Back to my very serious conversation I was having here. Mm-hmm. Tom. Horrible or a way of life? Tom. It's a way of life. Royce. Hmm? Rice. What? Knock, knock. Who's there? The door, motherfucker. That's who. I love it. Lupe. I love it. How the Statue of Limitations looking on that door? I'm, uh, you know, I'm really worried about that. I'm, I'm need, trying to, to press it as much as I can. That. I need to. Um, I need here's, to some your, here's some of your DEA friends up and see what they I need to. <laughs> See if we can get them on the show. <laughs> See if we can get them on the show and just talk about this. You the know door man? enforcement agency. Listen, let's for real. Let's stop talking about this, okay? Because I don't know. I don't. Now know you brought it up this time. No, you brought it up. You brought I it up. I didn't When whoever posted it on the official Instagram. Okay, that might have been me at Instagram. That was okay. Me. Then it was you. But that wasn't the Tom that's on this show. That was the Tom who's behind the scenes. Was that two, the regular dude? Two different times. I'm going to start calling you DJ Tom Ademix when you start doing shit like no, this. No, do not. No, 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 no. You got to be a wordsmith to do that. I'm more you on hear Meek what Mills he just side did, did on he? this one. Did you? Hmm? You know, Meek Mill's a uh, Pennsylvania guy. You like him. He's a Philly I guy. Like, I like Meek Mill's. He's a good dude. He is. He's a good dude. Been through a lot, came up through it. I like him, man. I have, I have my free milk, Meek shirt. Really? Mm-hmm. You the man. You sure it wasn't the free milk shirt with no, it wasn't free milk. attention it was free paid milk. to your nipples? <laughs> and you was just walking around with... <laughs> 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 I 
Can we make that shirt, please? Yeah, that'll be. Because we got Royce's halt, halt the top ab shirt. Then and the free. Milk I would need shirt. my. You're free. You'll get the free milk shirt, and I need my uh my my Allentown's cartel. Oh, shirt. I thought you were gonna say your Waiting. your door kingpin shirt. I don't know what you're talking about. What is that you're drinking no, out of a thermos, Tom? I'm I I made a little coffee tonight. I was a little tired. Do you make your coffee from scratch? I do. Well, no. I mean, I make it from. I go buy coffee, and I make in my coffee maker. How many creams? How many sugars? No sugar. No, because it's no sugar December. Woo, my man! Thanks. We for need support. We need an update on that and two creams. So you like your coffee a little light skin? Light skin, but not sweet. But not sweet. How's Royce, uh? That's with coffee. How's no mm-hmm. sugar December coming? I asked Royce a question, and I would like what, to get what was an the question from Royce. What was the question? Uh, do you, are you into coffee? I'm not into it. I'm not into it, but I could drink it. Man, why not even waste that question on you then? I was expecting you to be like fully in. Like, man, what? I have why? a whole lot of barista in the in the studio. <laughs> no, no, no. When I was in jail, everybody was drinking coffee, and I was like, wow, it's a stimulant. Everybody in there was just loading up on the coffee and the cigarettes. So, I drank coffee in jail a couple of times. It just didn't feel right. Drink some coffee with my dad. Few times, it's pretty good. Got to dump a bunch of sugar in there. Probably defeats the purpose. Uh, yeah, not really, not much of a coffee guy. Hell, if Monster I was energy, in, maybe. If I was in jail, I'd be drinking coffee all the time. Free coffee, right? Free coffee. Free coffee. Long line of fiends. Just it's <laughs> there. First, first, first of all, Tom, it's not if. You was in jail. You've been to fucking jail. Like you've been in a military prison in Nigeria. But not did in they Nigeria. Have they, have, they didn't have <clears> coffee. Did they have coffee there. in there? No, they didn't have coffee. They offered me water. They didn't? No. Oh my God. Poor thing. I was roughing How'd it. How'd you make it? I was roughing it. It was rough. It was tough. He had a fucking conversation with you about what again? The Pittsburgh Steelers. Football? Yeah. With Thank no God coffee? I knew everything about the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's worse than what ASAP Rocky went through. Great movie, <laughs> by the way. What was a great movie? And another Philadelphia movie. I mean, we're just Philadelphia Wait, all day. He, he didn't say Rocky. He, he said ASAP Rocky. ASAP Rocky. <laughs> Tom, you got to start knowing your hip hop. You got to start knowing your hip hop people. What do you mean? What do you mean I don't know him? You know why I know him? Did a great song with Rod Stewart. ASAP Rocky did? Mm-hmm. What's the name of the song? Drinking Wine, Feeling Fine. Don't sound too great. Play it. I'm going to pull it up for you. Play it. Let's hear it. I don't think we're going to be able to clear these songs. We don't worry about such things. <laughs> All right. Well, I got to find it now. Keep talking. Oh, here it is. Mean, I'm glad talking. you got it on cue. I don't have right it on there, cue, load but it up, I, I, I load it up in your in your right iTunes here. clip. It's called Every Day. Let me play it for you guys. It's not playing for. What are you playing it on? Title Spotify. What are you on? Apple Music. 
Rod Stewart. Get out of here. I thought that was ASAP. <laughs> Wait for it. Wait, why are you listening to that? What? What? Shout out to ASAP Rocky. Yeah, that's why, a good song. Did that get that get that get you in the mood to do what? I just liked it. Feeling fine, drinking wine. Well, I mean, what are the odds of those two guys coming together? Oh, you just like it for the collaboration. I like it. I like collaboration. Mm, I do like collaboration. Okay. Hmm. What other collaborations are you Who else to? would I like to see collaborate one day? No, no, no. What collaborations like do you I, listen I like, to? He, he's getting smarter. I like mm. how he brought that back around. I nah, see what you that really. was very Seinfeld-ish. Really. I saw that shit coming a nice. mile away. Who, 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 what on? collaborations have you listened to? <laughs> I'll tell you my favorite of all time. Run What's DMC. That? And Eric. Walk, Walk this, this way? way? Yeah. That's one of my favorite collaborations of all time. I'm so fucking commercial time. But no. And you know what? My other, my famous, my, my favorite Christmas enough. song. That is. It's also Run DMC. Hold on. I'm going to play this. Christmas in Hollis, Queens. Yeah. That is a great, great song. Speaking of that, big shout out to Curtis Blow, the OG. He had a heart transplant. Um, over, oh. I guess the, the last few weeks or something like that. So he's recovering. So uh, get well soon, OG. And the reason I brought that up, only because we need to say it, get some prayers out to the fam, but also because he did Christmas rap, which was the first rap Christmas song before, before Run DMC. Really? So you need to get into some Christmas rap. All right, let me pull yes, it up. Listen to Curtis, that. Blow, Curtis Blow is the man. Yeah, man. As a matter of fact, let's play well a snippet. Soon, OG. Let's play a snippet of that as we go into commercial break. And then I'm we come back. It. What do you mean I don't have it? I don't know if I have it. It's Christmas time in Hollis, Queens. I do have that. Now you gotta get Christmas rap. You gotta pull that one up. This is a great song. What? What do you talk what, what do you mean you don't have it? You don't have Apple Music? Suck! Christmas time and the rain is too When I'm about to eat me a whole bag of stew And then I run to the house and look at my blouse It's so funky And I just bought a monkey Wrap it in the president Wrap it with a bow Then put it on the tree and give it to my hoe Ho, ho, ho You thought I was talking about bitches I was talking about the sounds make at Christmas What's my name? It's Lupe See, what other, what other podcast do you get a Lupe Fiasco freestyle? Greatness, bro Greatness. What else is going Christmas on, freestyle. fellas? <laughs> Ain't nothing else going on now. You just set the bar, bro. I just shut it down. There's nothing. We can end the show. This is over with. Just Did you drop it? You just Fire! Shut that shit. He just shut that shit the fuck down, man. He killed your ASAP Rocky Alice and Chains record. What is it? Alex <laughs> James. Oh no! Wait, what was it? What was it? Alex? What was it? Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart, man. Oh, Rod Stewart. My bad. My bad. I like that. Legendary. I like Alice and Chains. Who's the Who's you the like craziest person that you've ever done a collaboration with? The one that's most craziest outside person? of the norm. 
Me? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Might be a young lady by the name of Willa Ford, maybe. She was extremely pop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the video was extremely glittery. <laughs> and there were choreographed white women dancing everywhere. And I was right in the middle of them dan- dancing with them. <laughs> Doing that little wiggle Mace used to do. It was amazing. What about you, Lupe? Don't run that shit back to me. Let's stay on this glitter. Do you still have some of the glitter? Willa, 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 what you want, what you want. You can look it up. She's super cool, though. I like her a lot. She's super cool. She ended up marrying like a, a hockey player and shit and just kind of like moving on. But yeah, she had a dope, she had a dope joint. It was called, uh, it's called I Want to Be Bad. Catchy little jingle. Catchy little tune. Willa, 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 what you want, what you want. Shout out to my man, Jason Flom. One of the good guys. Uh, I worked with... I don't know. I haven't worked with anybody weird, man. Or like anybody out the box or crazy. Every, everybody I've worked with has been... Has been normal, normal, you're telling me? Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Mm-hmm. What was the name of the song, mm. Russ? You know? I Want to Be Bad. Oh, yeah. That's right here. Featuring Royce the 5'9". Yeah, I know. I'm trying to find that version of it. Featuring Royce the 5'9 as a little kid. Oh, here we go. Is this it? <laughs> oh, damn. That sounds urban. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing you dancing around with glitter and white women everywhere. As you should. Wow. Man, just fast forward to Royce voice uh, verse, man. I'm I'm trying to find it. I hope I have the right version. Does it say featuring Royce the Five Nine? It just says with rapper on Apple Music. <laughs> That's all it says. <laughs> I mean, it's the only oh, one. There's a lot of versions of this. <laughs> Sorry, Royce. No need to apologize. Yo, <laughs> I would much, I would much, I would much rather it be that way today. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that shit used to be on TR. Remember TRL? Yeah, that shit oh, yeah, used to be on TRL line. every every single day. Yeah, it used to be on TRL every day. I, I thought I was popping. Oh, yo, you know what I, you know what I've done, but it wasn't like a like a. a uh, a song or anything like that that was like all the way outside of my range was I was on an episode of One Tree Hill, right? Doing, Doing like a, a fake performance of Kick Push. And so I have a mm-hmm. whole generation of like white kids. Well, now they're white men and women from that era who are One Tree Hill fans that know who the fuck I am, right? And like 
come to my shows and like, yo, you're on One Tree Hill. And I get people who just <laughs> like hit me with the One Tree Hill stuff every now and again. So really? Yeah, that was that's my claim to to mainstream fame. Mm-hmm. All right, this this brings up a question that a, a fan sent it. You kind of led me right into this. We had a fan ask, what's the backstory of your show at Melbourne Zoo in Australia? It was the only hip-hop concert in the history of the zoo. Um, was there a time when you lived loved Australia before you wanted to move to Japan? So what's the, what's the story behind the zoo? Did you do a concert at a zoo? Who are you talking to? I'm talking to you. <laughs> he ain't talking to me, bro. Oh. Roy, stop acting like you ain't internationally known. But I don't no, 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 no. I think he but would, I'm not, I never I never get on here and express my love for Japan. And nor has he true that. that has is he true. Done a you know, I wasn't in a zoo. And people people take people take that shit as like, oh, do you love us too? Uh, I wasn't I actually do love Australia. Shout out to my, all of my Australians down there. Big day out. A big day out alumni. Mm-hmm. Me, just fans. And uh I remember that show. I think I remember that show because I kissed the seal. Or I got kissed by a seal. You got at the zoo. Kissed if I'm not the mistaken. seal. A My seal kissed, kissed me on the seal. Yeah, blood. I can't Why remember what the. I can't remember. I can't remember the show. Show. I'm gonna have to Google this. Can you Google Lupe? Mel- I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm asking. You, you don't never you send don't a lazy a man to do a salaried a man's job. Is there a photo of this online of you I'm kissing looking the seal? for it right now, Melbourne. There is. There is. There's a photo of me getting kissed by a seal at the Melbourne Zoo. I think it's the Melbourne Zoo. That's the I mean, how many zoos have you done concerts at? I mean, I get around, so you never know. Now, here we go. Lupe Fiasco rocks the Melbourne Zoo. Look at that. I rocked it. You rocked it. There's I'm no a, picture of you. I'm a great performer. There is a, a video. Performer. No, an error occurred. Darn it! This was back when you. I have the picture of me. Have the picture of me kiss of the seal kissing me. If that's the same show, I think it is. I mean, how many shows did you do at a zoo? I can't find the picture. It's not online. I have. I think somebody sent it to me. I was like, "Hey, man, man, this picture of you kissing a seal." Oh man, that's a seal. How about craziest places you? You guys have had a concert at. I mean, I would think Man, a zoo. I type right. that shit in. It's just a bunch of images of you and Seal. I make it to a kiss from a rose on the play. Ooh, the market a few strange are in blue. Yeah, yeah. Now that your rose is in blue, a light hills room. Tom, no, no, nothing about that. It was 2018 that you did your Australian tour. That was only two years ago. There's so much a man could tell you, so much he could say, and you remain. Tom looking like, why my wasn't power, I? My pleasure, my pain, baby. I'll come back and do a kiss and kiss and kiss and Why you go do that? Why you go do that? Um, kiss your baby. That Australian tour without taking know, time with you, Lou. That when it snows, my eyes become. You know that song is about taking cocaine. That seal song. Did y'all know that? Yeah, it's about cocaine. I did not know that. Yeah. That's, oh, that's what I've been told. If you listen to the lyrics, it's like this nigga's talking about cocaine. Shout to Seal was in the studio with him with Lewis Hamilton and uh Eric Bellinger, I think. Was Eric there? I don't know. But Lewis Hamilton and Seal was on the studio. I think. I think that happened. Fantastic. Shout out to Lewis Hamilton. 
I'm trying to find this picture of me in this seal. I'm trying to find it now too. I think I was wrong. I think it was in 2010. Yeah, you were wrong. Yeah, you didn't have any hair back then. Me, I did not. Welcome to the other side. Hey, Royce, what can you tell us about um, Eminem coming out with something new this week? Yeah, leak it. Leak us. Give us the scoop. What do you know? I can't tell you anything. Give us something. A little something. I can't tell you anything because I don't know anything. I'm your friend. Tell me. You know nothing? I'm not going to tell anybody. Even if I did know something, I wouldn't tell you. But the whole podcast. It's just us here. We're not being recorded. It's just us. I'm always sworn to secrecy. It's rumored to be trust, called man. music to be murdered by. Those guys are always, always about the element of surprise. Hmm. It ain't like he's not going to sell so one million, they, million copies. It don't matter. Like any of them always going to sell. However they want you to receive it is how, you know, I like to give them the opportunity to do so. I'm not here to give spoilers, but I don't know anything anyway. You don't know anything? It, it, is a rumor that you anything. have a track in this thing too. Mm, I don't know. He, he's definitely on there. Mm-hmm. Why? He's no, don't, I'm not definitely on anywhere. You're you're definitely on there, for mm-hmm. sure. It's Eminem, bro. What that means? He's your best friend. He's your best so friend. What I got to What I got to do with anything? That you gonna be on all his projects? I'm not on all his projects, and he's not on all mine. That's because he's not he's not your best friend. But you're his best friend. This is different. It don't matter how you spend it. We're not on all each other's projects. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we don't. Nobody works like that. Nobody. Literally nobody. Listen, man. Let me tell you how lying works. I just keep saying it, and then eventually it becomes the truth. Because that's just how it works. That's how it works. Don't get me wrong. I, I wish I was on all his projects, but I'm not. I think you're on this one. I think I have some breaking news here. <laughs> Even nope. to Royce? <laughs> this nope, is news nope, to nope, you, Royce. Nope. We're not doing this. You want me to Man, st- I can't find on, this picture. You want me I'm to steer clear of this one? I mean, what, we can talk about whatever you want. I'm just saying, I'm not. I, uh, I'm no shoe-in on any project. It doesn't work that way. You should be, because you're a good person. Yeah. Man, I will hope he's not making albums based off people being good people. I mean, I hope he wouldn't make albums with shitty motherfuckers. Man, you know, that's not something you should be thinking about. Who's good at Man, who's I can good think about rapping, whatever I want to think about, first of all. Rapping rapping and singing. Singing and have, rapping. If you haven't heard, I'm considered to be a, what they call a kingpin in Detroit, okay? This is true. My reputation is ridiculous. So it is. watch your it ass. Is. It is. It is. You're listening to the Lupe and Royce Show with Lupe Fiasco, Royce to 59 and Tom Frank. The Lupe and Royce Show is a production of Say What Media. Have you thought about hosting your own podcast but don't know where to start? Working with Say What Media is like having your own personal producer, editor, audio engineer, and distributor all in one place. From equipment recommendations to engineering and distribution, Say What Media handles the boring details so you can focus on saying interesting stuff. Get started at saywhat.media. You're listening to the Lupe and Royce Show with Lupe Fiasco, Royce to 59 and Tom Frank. How's the studio coming? Watch, watch. Everything's good. Everything's when, good. When I are we getting be, the official um, tour? The official tour of the studio? Um, give me a few weeks. I'm still working on, I'm going I'm, I'm to start working on sound here shortly, but um, I'm just finishing up a few things. This this room in here is going to look completely different too. You know, I'm pretty good with a saw and tools. We got it covered. <laughs> 
We got it covered, Tom. I just got to – Lupe going to send me a couple doors, and I'm going to be set. <laughs> you should Listen, have a I door very specific. Alone, okay? I left that mm-hmm. life alone. I left that life alone. If you need – What, you need a sliding door? You need a sliding door? What, what you need, a double door? Double door. You need French doors? I'm going to send you some incense, though. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to hit you up. It's a process, though. I gotta. I'm gonna order all this stuff over the next like couple days. What what goes into home. that? What are the ingredients? Uh, uh, there's like this binding powder that you gotta have. It's basically just like crushed up herbs and flowers and wood and different stuff like aromatics. And then you have like a binding powder to like bound it all together. Then you put a little water um, to like make a dough. Then you had this dough ball was basically instant though and then you you had these molds like you can just roll it from there right with your hand into sticks and let it dry or you can do what i'm gonna do and uh get the mold the cone molds and i'll make little cones they're gonna be my special recipe i'm gonna sing can you make taller cones than just the little ones you want what you want me to make like like uh like street cones no not you want me to send you one of those like a big ass one like a 30 pound one like a big no no bro no, 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 no. He knows what I'm talking about. I don't know just what a you're talking bit taller, about. Just a little bit taller from the little dipshits that they be selling me. What you, you want? Know, just like make tri- a, double, triple the size. It's going to be what the what the mold is. Like as you 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 relegate it to the size of the mold. So I'll see what I can find. But I'll, make, I'll try to make, I'll make you a big, big motherfucking one. But it's going to take a long ass time to dry. And it might crack. So you got to think about that. All right. But I got you. Okay. Yo, I was in China, yo. And I was, no, I was in Hong Kong. Or was I in China? It's the same shit. And I was at this, uh, I think I was at this temple. And uh, what is it called? Lantau. Lantau Island, I think is what it is. And they had incense, no bullshit, that were like four feet tall and like this round. Like big ass jaunts. That's what I'm looking for. It was amazing. So the art of that, of, those, bro. Is that if the bigger you make it, the harder it is for it not to crack. Is that what you're saying? I think I, I have yet to begin the process. So I'm just watching videos to make sure I don't fuck up. But I think it's going to be an issue if you make it too big. It might, take a, it might take years to dry first. And then the other one is like it might be too – it might, you know, it'll, it'll probably crack. But I don't know. I've never made incense before. So I have no idea what, what's going to happen. We'll check back with you next week when you get this thing yeah. started. If the house is burned down, you know things went way wrong. Mm-hmm. But you want to? I'm gonna try and make. Sorry, you, I'm gonna say I, I was I'm, making incense. I'm gonna make the Royce five nine version. It's gonna be mm-hmm. five foot tall and nine mm-hmm. feet wide. That's right. <laughs> That's the I want to be bad version. So is this is this what you've been watching on YouTube? You've gotten away from Vans and now you're on incense. No, I'm still on Vans. Incense have been incorporated into the van. What else you what else are we watching on YouTube? What? Uh, I'm watching YouTube. What's that? Learning a lot about watching YouTube. I think he no, watches YouTube all day long. I do. That's basic that's my life basically. Either Instagram Live or YouTube. Man, Instagram Live is for the people. YouTube is for me. I'm still growing. My mind is fascinated, so I feed it. Not ashamed either. Hmm. Go fuck yourself. Hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we got the holidays Fine. coming up. You know, we're only a week. We're, what are we? We're less than a 
week away from, no, we're, we're a couple of days more than a week away from Christmas. Mm-hmm. Rice, what do you want for Christmas? I want for my daughters to stop ordering me around. That's what I want. That's not going to happen. Stop treating me like I'm some fucking bank <laughs> that's just here to go. fucking go hunt you, go fetch things for you. You're kind of wealthy, man. I mean, hey, I, daddy, I look, daddy. Hey, hey, daddy. Hey, daddy. Look, daddy. I got it all figured out, daddy. Hey, look, daddy. Hey, look, daddy. I'm going to take this. I'll take that, daddy. I'll take that, daddy. And then you can go get one of those, daddy, because I like these, daddy. And then you can go get the daddy. Okay. How was that? How was that? you just saying, but wait, once you just saying, you are old backtrackity backtracker. Because when did I what did I backtrack on? You was talking about man, it's for the kids, man. My kids get whatever they want for the Christmas, daddy, whatever it is. I could say white Jesus, no Jesus, no Christmas. Just I just gotta do it for once. You just talking about that? I didn't say Tom, I wasn't back going back to me it. up, Tom. I just prefer not to be ordered around. <laughs> that, they could ask nicer. That's Royce's kids. Funky little list. Royce's kids. This is this is Lupe Fiasco. And uh stop ordering your dad around. He's a supple, soft man who only who has limits. Imagine having a three-year-old with a list. Who the fuck wrote your list? <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like a fucking Hey. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like a fucking crime syndicate family now. I appreciate the Christmas list. My kids all did Christmas lists and they took it even a step further and they just put the links right in there for me too. So all I gotta do is click on the link, order from Amazon. I don't celebrate that pagan holiday. What do you celebrate? So I celebrate Kwanzaa. Hmm. When's Kwanzaa start? Give me a give me a history of Kwanzaa. I've no I have no idea. I think it's like the day. <laughs> I don't know, like the twenty. Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa do sound better. Like <laughs> Kwanzaa do sound better. It does. I think Kwanzaa's like the twenty seventh, twenty. What do you mean you think? I thought you just said you celebrate it. Because man, I don't, I don't take that shit serious. I just do it because it's there and it's Kente cloth and black people and you know. But I don't really, I don't care. Kente cloth is cool. <laughs> How about Festivus? Have you ever celebrated Festivus? Festivus for the rest of us. First of all, I'm not going to belittle Kwanzaa like that. Kwanzaa is the shit. And if you don't want to celebrate that white man's holiday called Christmas, then you can come on over into the seven days that we celebrate over at Kwanzaa. We got a name for each day. A name for each day and a different principle on each day that you can strive to be unlike that white man's holiday, which don't teach you nothing about nothing. I'll tell you what. holiday form. I don't want a seven day holiday. I just I'll take one day. Stop hating on Kwanzaa, white man. Okay, it's a beautiful gift to black people. <laughs> now, nah, but Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa's cool. Kwanzaa cool. It's like Hanukkah. Kwanzaa cool. People. Kwanzaa cool. I don't even know what makes Christmas <laughs> a pagan holiday, bro. I'm, I'm, all I know is that I had I had fun making my children think that some white man was coming down the chimney. <laughs> to leave gifts and that was fun while it lasted then i had to break the news to him and let him know i work hard for these fucking gifts that you think somebody else is giving you so from now on you just give me your list and ever since then i've been getting ordered around the same way they used to order around santa claus except they don't leave me cookies isn't this whole christmas thing kind of crazy if you think about it we lie to our children no for you lie 
to your children. Everybody, okay. all parents lie to their children for their first, like, what, eight years of their life and tell them that a white man, a big fat white man who loves cookies and milk, obese, come down their chimney. Like, if you think about this, is the whole thing is insane. I know. That's why well, it's I don't just American. That's what Americans do. It's just American. That's all. Yeah, but we don't lie that's about all. anything else. Oh, yes, we do. Well, okay. America, let me, America does. Let me take that back. You're right. But it is a big mm-hmm. lie. Mm-hmm. What? I know. That's why we got Kwanzaa. I wasn't just talking shit. You, did, you didn't even know when Kwanzaa was. I didn't. I, he I knew, he knew at one point. He just ain't had to. He had. He didn't have to how, do a quiz on this? it in a you, long time. You knew Santa Claus wasn't real, and yet you still profited off this lie for your babies for their happiness. I did profit. Sold off them a lie for them to love you. That's fucked. No, up. it was also a. Uh, I mean, how, you have to back me up on this, Royce. You threatened your kids for years. You do that one more time, you're not, Santa's not coming. But it also, just as a kid, I never forgot these times where it was fun believing that Santa Claus was, was existed. It was fun. I don't really look at it like a lie. Just look at it like a, you know, like a, um, a fib, um, like a tale. A tale. I will say this. I will say this. Christmas is the most well-executed holiday of all the holidays, at least from for crackers. In what way? <laughs> I mean, just way? for crackers. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, for real. I'm, I'm sorry, curious. white I'm people. Curious. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just joking. Um, no, it is the most well-executed holiday. It's the prettiest by bar none, right? It is definitely pretty. They've picked a pretty time of year, right? Mm-hmm. At least if, if where you get seasons, right? Like, it, it actually looks nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it smells good. It's probably the best-smelling holiday. Right. Um, it's never really been associated with food like Thanksgiving is for me. And from my, from my understanding, right. It's always been like confections and cookies. Yeah. I just think it's pretty, it's, it's damn well done, man. It's the best decorated, it's the best dressed. I mean, it's, it's the king and queen of holiday. I'll get, I'll definitely give it that. Definitely has the most swag. Yeah. I'll give it that. I don't even know who I Thanksgiving. Put Thanksgiving two. smell pretty good too, though. Hmm. Who would you even put number two? Who's it even competing against? Maybe Thanksgiving? Fourth mm-hmm. of July? Thanksgiving not a holiday. But you need to stop this. Thanksgiving's not a fucking holiday. What do you mean? It is It is to America. It is it's to not America. a holiday, bro. It's not a holiday. It's it a is. feast, but it's, it's not a holiday. holiday. I'm not giving it to Yeah, it is. Whatever, because people celebrate it. People of course, celebrate. Uh, Halloween. Halloween is, is number two. Halloween is number three. That's the only thing coming close. Where are you putting? What do you mean, number three? Who's number two? Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. I what agree. What are you with talking that. about? We, we put all unanim- unanimously established that, un- that Thanksgiving was not a holiday. You agreed. No, no, I no. no. Agreed, you, and you, I agreed. You, you established that. Now, we. Listen, were, um, I agreed. I agreed. Then I agreed. Then us three together, we agreed. So we mm-hmm. agreed that it was, it was not a holiday, cuz. Okay. What do you think? We Tom? did that. I have Thanksgiving as number one. How? <laughs> Number That's one, better than Christmas. Life. Yes, I love better than Christmas. Yeah, and here's why: Thanksgiving is when, like, my fan, we all come together. You all come together. There's no presents. You all come together for just a meal. It's just, it's it's. There's no presents in, in part of it. I like just coming together. 
We sit down, we eat, we talk, we laugh, we watch football. That's what I love about Thanksgiving. That sounds like Sunday. No, I don't get to go home every Sunday. That's because you're a terrible son. <laughs> you're telling me, you're, when's the last Thanksgiving time you were in Chicago? Thanksgiving is a more family-oriented thing. Yeah. Christmas is more for the kids. Halloween is more for the kids. And the arsons. No, I'm going. I'm going that? with. I mean, Valentine's Day. I'm. I'm just talking about aesthetics of the day. Aesthetics, right? Not. Yeah, not stealing. Like aesthetically speaking. Nah, nah. Fuck that. Just aesthetics. Christmas, Halloween. Give us some some Valentine's Day, and uh, that's it. Nothing else. How about Independence Day? Please. I love fireworks. What do you like? What do you like about Valentine's Day? I'm just speaking aesthetically. Right, like like White Castle, right, turns into a like a a fancy restaurant, and they take they have they, they like do? table service. Yeah, they have table service. You got to make you got to make reservations just on Valentine's Day. They do this. Yes, it's the illest shit of all time. Never heard of it. It should be like that all the time. Why is it, it not be. like that year round? I mean, because you know it's Valentine's Day. Hmm. Shout out to White Castle. Yeah. Food that smells the same way going in as it does coming out. I went, nah, 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 we, we ain't finna do this. I don't think that's their tagline. <laughs> we ain't do this. We ain't finna do this. It's, is it time one. to go? Have we done enough? It's, this it is, is time to go. We have done enough. Um, how was, did we come to clue, did we come to conclusion on what the closure was going to be? First of all, make sure y'all go to, uh, uh, what is it? Say what dot media slash store. Stop shop. Okay, you need to change it to store. shop. Somebody told me to stop that, pointing at you guys. I got to stop doing that. Okay. It's okay, Tom. I'll listen to them. All right. Go to saywhat.media slash shop and get you that lovely t-shirt that uh, I was going to call you Charles for some reason. Charles? That uh, Tom has on. Yeah, I mean, you could be a Charles. Now, Chuck? Call me Chuck for short? No, nah, no, nah, you can't be a Charles. Man. Chucky? I miss my uncle Chaja. What's that, Tom? I'm still laughing. And don't get it wrong. I don't know. You don't know what it is. You don't know what it is. It wasn't enough. What up? <laughs> this is Lupe Fiasco. This is Royce the Five Nine, huh? <laughs> and this is Tom Frank. <laughs> And you have finally made it through the Lupe and Roy show. <laughs> Download, share, give us a comment. We'll see you next week. That's our show for the week. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe or follow. Leave us a review and tell your friends to listen. The Lupe and Roy show is a production of Say What Media. It's recorded and mixed by Claude Jennings. Our head writer is Lauren Sloat. I'm Tom Frank. And our theme music is by, who else? Lupe Fiasco and Royce the Five Nine.